0: Someone asked me once in an interview What was growing up like, where'd you go to school And what would you do if you weren't doing this I'd be driving my first car in a worn out dock Trying to make rent with a dead end job Just making do Tips in a jar My guitar
1: What's up, sitters? This is Bradford Douglas along with Joey
2: Edge. Sitters, what's good?
1: And Chris Martinez. What's happening, man? And we are front porch sitting.
2: Joey, it is so nice to have you back. Man, it is nice to be back. I have to tell you. <laughs> um... I listened, obviously, last week. I live tweeted the show as, as much as I could. Love that, by yeah. the way. That's awesome. I say as much as I could. I was literally sitting on my couch, so it was, <laughs> it was all of it. Um, Kelsey did a really good job. So I want to I say personally, thank you to Kelsey for filling in for me. I had no idea that was happening. Um, I know you came and got the, the stuff out of the, out of the cave uh, early last week, and I was like, well, that was interesting. Because, you know, I get an alert when somebody comes in the door. Right. And so it said, Chris, open the door. And I was like... Okay, it's like 7 o'clock. They're getting started early. And then like 30 minutes later, you send me a text. You're like, hey, I came and got the stuff. I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then uh, the next morning, like I still had no idea until the next morning when I started listening to it. And I was like, let's go. She did such a good job filling in.
1: Yeah, she was really, really great. And it was so much fun having her on. Uh, I think the thing I enjoyed most Chris was like when she was like she didn't realize – exactly how much actually went into this and how much preparation and stuff
3: yeah no uh, did it to what you guys said yeah she she did a good job she did honestly better than I expected I didn't anticipate her to do quite like you know quite it's, in, it's intimidating being in front of a mic it really is if you've never ever it's done what, it yeah I was
2: just about to say especially when you've never done it like once you've done it a few times it's like okay we can you know kind of figure it out and go from there but when you haven't done it and you're you're there for the long haul, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. And that was
3: the other thing; she was only going to be on for like the first ten minutes, yeah. And then I think she was enjoying herself, of so she's like, "Yeah, well, uh, I'll, I'll hang on." I was like, yeah, oh, okay. But yeah, she, like everyone, most everyone that comes over here, they don't realize quite how much we actually put into it, um, to get you know to get the episode or or whatever that we get. So she was kind of mm-hmm. shocked by that and uh, a little impressed. But yeah, she did it. She did a good job. She held her own. She got um. She was, she was digging all the compliments she got on uh, social media, and I told her about some of the text messages that we were in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she did a good job. I was uh, sorry that we didn't have you, but but she filled in nicely. She did. Uh, she a did a stand really good job. I that agree. was
1: a great surprise guest, and I think um, I love at the end, she looks at me and Christian says, you are really good at this, and I was like, well, I hope so after 145 shows.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're coming up on three years. Almost three years. That's unbelievable. We got 10 weeks until we're at three years, right? Yeah that's great. Nine, 9 weeks. Yeah, that's so that's that's wild to me. That's really crazy. Yeah. Really really crazy.
1: It's been a it's been a wild ride and just uh it's fun and I I hope it continues. Uh so Joseph, other than um, being out of commission, how was your I, I didn't need to ask you how your Christmas and everything was.
2: Um it was a little different than normal because of of everything that was going on around our house um with with sicknesses and and all that fun stuff. Thankfully everybody's healthy and ready to go now so uh but yeah i mean we had a good christmas good new years um you know the kids the kids loved it so yeah you can't keep the edge family down absolutely not uh <laughs> so yeah it was good we we uh we got to kind of just hang out at home and and quarantine if you want to call it that for uh for a week so uh know, it was nice to just kind of kind of rejuvenate the 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 self and uh yeah so that's what we did Glad rejuvenated.
1: To, glad to hear that, man. And um, Chris, I heard about your vacation because we talked about it last weekend. But anything interesting happened this week?
3: Um, no, no, nothing, nothing of note. It was just a, a nice, good, solid uh, start to the year. It is Riley and I's. Um, it's Wednesday today. It is our Friday. We are going to Daytona to a coaching clinic this weekend. Um, those are always a uh, um, educational and a good time. So we will be uh, improving on our football knowledge and hanging out as a as a staff. So, um, looking forward to that as well.
2: I love a good coaches clinic. Yeah, they're, they're I love a, lot a good coaches clinic.
1: That's awesome. Uh, it been a good week for me, too. Been super busy at work, but a good thing, and I, I enjoy that. Sorry I didn't ask you. I
3: apologize.
2: Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I was thinking the same
1: thing
3: as he said it. I was
2: like, yep, said, yeah, I'm
3: jerk. Thanks, boys. It's been a good week for me, too. Uh, yeah. Just uh,
1: my, my little updates that someone asked. <laughs> People
3: love Bradford, man. They love
1: Bradford. So. Well, I appreciate the love sitters. Keep it coming. Um, there hasn't been a lot. I mean, there was a lot going on. In the NFL with Antonio Brown, there's a lot of things going on. But before we get oh, to Lord. any of that, i want to go ahead and shout out JW Weaponry. Uh, they are the premier gun store in the South, and they are always loaded. Joey, I don't know if you can
2: um, uh, give the number quite as well as Kelsey gave it last week. You want to give it a try? Did she did so good with the number? I don't. I mean, I assume that she had it wrote down, obviously, because I, I mean, I'm sure she listens to most of every episode. Um, at least for the first ten to fifteen minutes to talk about, or to see how bad we talk about Georgia. But she killed the number. Anyways, <laughs> three eight six two four three eight five eight seven is the number to JW Weaponry. Um, give those people a, a call, or actually go by and see them. They still have great sales going on right now because every day they have a great sale going on. So uh, yeah, definitely go see go see the good people at uh, JW Weaponry, especially John. John's great people
3: and loves to talk. Yep. Um. Also, the update a little update on the yes, sorry, um, that's my fault. On, no, on the contest. So it's narrowing down, right? Some of you have been eliminated. Some of you are still in the in the action. However, there's a couple that are like really, really close to the top who haven't quite followed all of the um the guidelines. What do yeah. you call them? We'll call, we'll call them guidelines. I think the rule is like too strict of a word, but like the guidelines. Like right. kind of simple. Like follow.
2: It's just a simple task.
3: Maybe like I would hate for someone to win the two hundred dollars and then get passed because they didn't retweet the the correct me. yeah link. Um, I mean, kind of joking, kind of not. So some of <laughs> you are close. Like we've got it down. I think there's like I think there's ten or so. It ended up being well over hundred entries. Um, so <clears throat> we appreciate that. Sportsman, great. Uh, it's kind of cool to give back a little bit too with the, with the help of J W weaponry. So definitely go see them. Um, instead of liking and retweeting this week's show, how about it's a new year. How about leave like a review? Um, five star would be ideal, but some type of review <laughs> on, on iTunes or Spotify, wherever you listen to it, um, leave a review for us. Uh, even if you've already left one, leave another one. It's okay. It will let you. Um, it really, really helps uh, our metrics and how we like, kind of grow the show. Because when we go to people, which we're trying to grow the show, we got some like things in the works. We have to be able to show certain things. And the better those numbers look, the more likely it is that we can grow this show and potentially make uh, the advancements that we want to make. So it's up to you. We appreciate it. We want that. Um, if you could do that, that'd be cool.
2: I um, love it when
1: Chris starts talking about metrics and stuff. Like, man, he makes front porch sitting sound good.
2: That's what I'm here for. That's what I, I see. I'm glad you went there because, listen, that's a, that's a brilliant man sitting across from me right now. You hear me? Yes. <laughs> that's a very smart guy sitting yes. sitting directly across <laughs> from me as we speak. It's definitely. um one day so one of the advancements that we're trying to make uh, one day you'll be able to see where he sits across from me yeah hopefully if uh if things are going as well as i I hope they are and i think they are um so that yeah i am i'm excited about the things that we have uh it's we have on the burner it's cooking it's close i'm glad that we were both going on the burner and cooking there because that's (laughs) yeah
3: if you know of anyone that may want to sponsor a segment. Let us know, man. We're trying. There's a couple things that we're we're in the works with John, and he's been exceptional, like Always. exceptional. Yes. So please, yes. when you go there, mention us. That's important,
2: because
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> he's been awesome to us. But if you if you know someone or you are someone that wants to sponsor a segment, whether it be like a spotlight, um, a spotlight of a local athlete or any type of segment, that would be. Um, Again, pretty- we,
2: we have some cool segments on like. In the thought process, right? Yeah, we now. don't want to we don't want
3: to empty them yet. But get with us, DM us, text us. Um, we can we can work something out. Um, it's a nice tax write off too. So yeah. uh, <laughs> work with us, we'll work with you.
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, got a good show ahead of us. Um, like I said earlier, I alluded to some Antonio Brown drama. I can't wait to hear you two break that down because I didn't see it happen live, but I've seen some great memes, gifs, you name it. It's been hilarious and awesome. Also, we have the college playoff review from last week. We have um, um, Georgia took on Michigan, Alabama took on Cincinnati, and uh, that kind of played out roughly to what we thought. I mean, I, I'll be honest, I didn't think Georgia was going to quite take it to Michigan quite like that, but I'll get y'all's thoughts on that. And then we have the next round of the playoffs to decide our national champions. So, Joey, um, um since you weren't here last week, thoughts on Georgia and Michigan?
2: Um, Yeah, so I tweeted – like 27, 24, not sure who wins. I didn't really believe that. I'll be 100% honest. Um, that was wishful thinking on my part. Yeah. I actually told Alex Mitchell. Um, I saw him that day. Uh, he was driving through the through the old hood here. And uh, Does he listen? Yeah, no, he listens for the most part. I don't know if it's every week, but I know he listens because he, he mentioned something about it. Okay. Um, He's trying to start something up, isn't he? I think so. That's, huh. He told me that a little while back, but, you know. Might be a good opportunity. <laughs> I see you working this guy he never takes a break you know what I mean <laughs> anyways um, I told him on the, on the, on, in the neighborhood uh, the other day right before the game I was like you know I, I say all kinds of stuff but I think Georgia beats them by three touchdowns and he's like really and I was like yeah I really do I just, I just don't think Michigan's very good um, and I think, I think Georgia is really good so yeah That's, that was my thoughts um, my actual thoughts uh, my persona says I can't say that kind of stuff at this point but, yeah, I understand. Um, so yeah, that game went about how I expected in, in a in a way. I didn't know that I didn't I wasn't for sure that Georgia would would dominate quite like they did. Um, they made the Hutchinson kid look look obsolete. Oh. Oh. And I don't know I don't know exactly how how good or bad that is for Georgia or him. But yeah, he, he they took him completely out of the game. Yeah,
3: I uh, I, I had to kind of piggyback off that. I thought Georgia would win. I don't remember what score I said. Should probably remember that. (laughs) I I, I do remember it was by the spread. I thought they would win by seven at least. I think. I think that's what I said. Um, But I was also kind of surprised at how they took both ends out of the game. Yeah. Um, Particularly uh, Hutchinson. Yeah. He didn't. He he was like you said a non-factor. He uh, he got ragdolled and it was it was crazy. Um, They just physically dominated them. Right. Just think that's what it come down to was like. There's nothing fancy. There was no smoke and mirrors. It was like – because that's the type of football that Michigan wants to play. Yeah. They want to be the more physical, the bigger, the more aggressive team. Like, that's what they want to be.
2: Yeah, they got bullied.
3: Well, they got a team that also wants to play that same brand of football. And, I mean, they just they just played a heck of a lot better in yeah. uh, uh, in, in that game, which I was glad because – can we take a minute and say how much I, – I don't know how you guys feel. I cannot stand the semifinal games – On New Year's Eve. Me either.
2: Yeah, not a fan. That's the worst. The absolute worst. Like,
3: I'm a gigantic football fan. I don't really... Obviously, we have a show for almost three years (laughs) now dedicated to basically football. premise of football, yeah. Literally once a week. Like, we did this from my honeymoon balcony. Like, I love football. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right? But I found myself, like, (laughs) thinking, like, man, it would be cool to be, like, outside. It was nice weather. Like... Hanging out with friends and family, not watching. I mean, I love again. It was a good game, and I was with, in a house full of Georgia fans. So like, the outcome was good, right? Yeah. But man, like, I think that New Year's Eve should be like New Year's Eve. Yes, in my opinion,
2: I 100 percent agree with that, Chris. I really do. Even the um, even the afternoon game, like, well, that's what I was just about to say. So people are still working yeah like new year's eve's not a national holiday no so and uh, fortunately i was not working
3: me, me too i was off but it, still but a lot
2: of people are still working at 3 30 on a friday afternoon
3: or you're like going places like yeah. if you're like going to family's house commuting, you have to try and find time in between and yeah like, mm-hmm. and like we we're we live in lake city and, and if you live in a bigger city then this may apply to you but like um, Sydney and Brian my my sister and her boyfriend they live in Tampa and they mm-hmm. live in like prime location Tampa Right There's awesome like events and parties to go to but he was like man I'd rather I want to watch the football game but also like there's stuff that we could be doing Right We don't necessarily have we're not afforded that I mean we could <laughs> go somewhere but like still just get together some things yeah. like that Like fix that Yeah please
1: also, while we're griping about days, can we stop doing the national League championship on Mondays? No. Can we stop that? Because Tuesday is not going to be fun for me.
3: It'll be fun for anyone. Like, why yeah, do you do that?
2: No, I've never really understood the purpose of it, other than at certain restaurants, it's like seventy-five cent wings or something. <laughs> I mean, God. Okay, that's
1: great, but I won't be at a restaurant. I'll be where I was watching the previous Georgia game, listening to a bunch of barking and stuff, and that's going to be great. <laughs> but the next morning is not going to be fun. So. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think the reason Brad was asking why they do it on a Monday is because it used to match up with the NFL, where the NFL was starting the playoffs. Right. So they didn't want to do it on Saturday because when they do NFL playoffs, they do Saturday and Sunday. Hmm. But now the NFL is playing seventeen games, so there's that extra week, so they could go back to Saturday.
2: That's true. That's a good point.
1: Yeah, go back to Saturday.
3: Yeah. Leave a, let us have our freaking Monday, man. Yeah, absolutely. Damn, I asked
1: that's my up. boss, I okay, like, <laughs> can I get that next Monday or that next <laughs> Tuesday off?" He said, "No, bud, you're just gonna be tired." Yeah,
3: as will everybody. It's
2: Like back to back Monday. Yeah, yeah and, and that's yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm gonna be awake and watch it regardless, no matter what day it's on, just like you guys are. Um, it
3: could be better for us though. It could be it better could, for the viewer. I, I don't know. If, so, like, I don't know if you saw this number, and I know that I did see it, and I thought it was noteworthy. But like, they talked about last year. Um, I guess it was different last year, right? Right. It was earlier, I believe, the games. It was not on New Year's Eve.
2: No, it was like the 30th, I think. Yeah, the- there
3: was 2 million more, uh, more viewers per game last year than there were this year. Mm-hmm. So they lose out on 4 million viewers, which is a ton of revenue. You, yeah.
2: would, you would think so.
3: Yeah, I mean, like, fix it. Like, that needs to be adjusted. I don't, I don't, I'm i not a fan of that. It, <clears throat> I,
2: th- I think this will be year one and, and the only year of this way.
3: I hope so cuz that that I'm not a, not a fan of that. Um but to the Georgia game Michigan, I, I like like I said, they just got bullied. Um Bama Cincinnati. Yeah. You told me that game would be uh close and then Cincinnati would have a chance to win. It wasn't as bad as the score looked.
2: Yeah, I thought it would be close and then and then Bama would would show that they were Bama. Um because I thought the coaching mismatch was was a huge mismatch. Um it, it really it never was close
3: no were you surprised that um Cincinnati was able to pressure Bryce Young as much as they were
2: um yeah a little bit I would say but I I don't know man I I don't want to say Bama seemed disinterested but it didn't seem like they had the same fire as they had against Georgia two weeks before that three I, I, weeks before I think
3: that. I tend to agree I am uh that's the game. Like, that was the national championship part one we saw in the, the SEC championship game. Yeah. We'll see part two now.
2: Right. Um, I, I, was, I was surprised, like you said, at, at the amount of pressure they got on Bryce Young. I'm, I'm not surprised by Bryce Young's ability to stay cool and, yeah, he, he and handled his composure. It well.
3: He handled it well, but, but he still had to deal with it. Right. Caught me off guard a little bit. I Agreed. didn't think they would have as much um, – Success moving him around, moving him off his spot, a lot of it was by design they weren't trying to get like I think they were trying to make him uncomfortable of course they uh, right. wanted to, they wanted to, they wanted to get sacks, but I think they wanted to move him off his spot 100%. they were pretty they were pretty effective at that. he was moving a lot more than he normally would like normally would
2: right um I was a little surprised at Cincinnati's inability on on the offensive side of the ball. I thought they would move it a little bit more, a little bit better a little bit more. I thought they would use Ritter in the run game a little bit more, yeah,
3: he could never get going
2: yeah, and they just didn't uh. I don't know. I, I didn't. I wasn't. I was. I was surprised by that.
3: Yeah. I uh, both outcomes, as far as like the final, is what I expected. How we got there was a little bit. Uh, yeah. Adventurous, right? It was a little bit different.
2: Right. I agree with that. Um,
3: Brad, what do you what do you think about the old Bearcats?
1: Um, basically that they didn't belong in the playoffs. I thought uh, I thought a better. Ooh. I'll be honest. I just think Ohio State would have been a better game. I think um, there's a couple teams that probably would have been a better game. I'm just not. They, they lost me too much money this year. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not behind, <laughs> I'm not behind Cincinnati. <laughs> I, yeah.
2: I feel like they. did I feel like they belonged. I, I didn't think that they were undeserving of being there. I don't think that. I. I personally don't think that Ohio State gives them a better game than than Cincinnati gave Bama.
3: I mean, you gotta think Michigan beat Ohio State.
2: Yeah, that's that's. A, I mean, that's a valid point.
3: I mean, Michigan beat Ohio State.
1: I mean, maybe I just really hate Cincinnati. I don't and know. And that's fine. You're allowed to. You're <laughs> yeah. entitled to that opinion. Agreed. Yeah. And then the Michigan game, um, I thought it was going to be a little closer. and I, I mean, I'm glad it wasn't because in the environment I was in <laughs> was electric anytime Georgia made any move. And then I had rooting interest from quarter to quarter to quarter as Georgia just kept running it up. Yeah. I
3: wasn't – okay, so full disclosure, I was not allowed to <laughs> – I say allowed very loosely, okay? Uh, I was not – I think uh, we know what you mean. I was advised – Please don't bet or make a wager of any sort on my team. Not that I gamble or anything, but please don't do that.
2: But if you Georgia. but if you were going to, don't do it. Don't do it
3: this game. Right. Any other game, not this game. So I'm watching the game and we're all football fans and we are like understand how trend of a game and how it's going. And I'm like, man, I'm kinda mad at the fact that you didn't that I was not allowed <laughs> to lay anything here. And then I went outside and I started I I got in a little bit on some of the action, and she never knew, so it was okay. Right. She knows now. She knew then after, but but yeah, I was doing the same thing. I was I was like Brad. I had I had a rooting interest uh, as well for the Bulldogs. Aside from the fact that if they would not have won, they would they would have canceled New Year's Eve.
1: Oh yeah, New Year's Eve was. You over. know how the
3: Grinch stole Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. The Allens would have stole New Year's Eve. <laughs> that is the name of the episode. <laughs> it would have been no ball drop. No champagne, no cigars, no nothing.
1: No cigars. That would have been sad for me. It would have been over. Um, Sounds
3: like y'all
2: had a good New Year's Eve. Though. Oh,
3: we had a great New Year's. Allegedly, that's that's things that would happen on New Year's Eve. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else on the games that happened?
2: I'm good.
3: Nah, I'm good too.
1: Okay, so we're gonna look forward to a rematch of the SEC championship. You got Georgia going against Alabama again, and I believe y'all said Alabama's getting points. That's interesting. So Vegas once again thinks Georgia's gonna win.
2: What? Um, I don't remember what I was going to ask. I was just about to ask something, but I don't remember what it was. That's not great because it was literally five seconds ago.
1: Well, you're a brilliant man yourself. It'll we'll come back to you.
3: Start calling you Antonio.
2: Oh boy! <laughs> oh boy! It was losing his mind. Foreshadowing. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. Bama's catching three. Um, how do you? How do y'all feel about the rematch? Do you? Do you? Are you good with it? Do you think it's the two best teams? Obviously, it's the two best teams. Yeah. Do, you, do you feel like this is how it should be? Um, yeah, this, to the,
1: this is the two best teams. It's not close. It was a couple of years ago. I remember telling Chris that like when Bama and Clemson went to play. It was Bama and Clemson, and then everyone else far behind. Well, now it's Bama and Georgia, and everyone else far behind. And um, I'll be except This is the only game I really, really want to watch. I mean, I can't think of two better teams. And uh, Georgia, maybe the best defense ever. That's what I'm hearing, maybe. Um, And then Alabama being Alabama, it'll be fun to watch. I mean, I I don't know who I'm going to take. i got to do some research, uh, but it'll be fun.
3: Um, I kind of agree with Brad, um, except for the best defense ever. They're not elite enough, elite enough on the back end for me to, to the front seven yeah, probably. But as a whole, I don't think I'll say the best defense ever. At least not, not without an argument. Like I, I'm not, I'm not willing to go there. They're good. They're really, really good. But best ever? Nah, no, I, can't, I
1: can't. Well, it's hard that. to, it's hard to throw that title out, and that's not my opinion either. I, that's a, my, something I was reading, they're, right. they're, they say they're in the argument at least.
3: They can be in the conversation. They have a seat at the table.
2: I think they could have been in the conversation until the SEC championship game.
3: Give up 44, 42, 41. Right.
2: 41. Yeah. That makes it a little more challenging to be in that conversation. I, the,
3: if the back end was better than that, then we can have a conversation. But yeah. I agree with that. Neither here nor there. Um, I don't care about that. You know, people are crying and complaining that it's uh, two teams out of the same conference. Like, I don't care. They're the best two teams. Yeah. Yeah. Two best teams you need to play. Like, the biggest SEC homer drum beater of all is your brother, Right. Shane, who doesn't like to retweet the show anymore, he doesn't ever tweet us about the show. I'm offended by that.
1: Yeah, and while we're on this, guys, please drop a review on the show, because um, <laughs> uh, Shane doesn't retweet or anything for us anymore, and that hurts my feelings.
3: Yeah, I don't know. We need to have a conversation about that. Shane, <laughs> we need to have a conversation about that. Um, I'll but, tell
2: you why he stopped in a little bit.
3: Okay. Oh. oh. Do we hurt his feelings?
2: Yeah, we hurt his feelings.
1: <laughs> I, I, like, all the front porch or
2: just you two. No, it was the whole front porch. Oh, man. Change. He's
3: sensitive, though. We knew that.
2: <laughs> it was less about him, but it, it's okay. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll talk about it.
3: We'll talk about it. Anyway, anyhow. Um, but he's like, you know, he's SEC, SEC, whatever. They're the two best teams. They they, they belong in the game. I, it, I agree with that. I don't care that George lost in the championship game. Like, that does not matter to me. These are the best two teams. We're going to get the best game because of it. Yep. I'm here for it.
2: Yeah, I agree with that.
3: Um, as far as who wins... <clears throat> Much like Bradford, I, I'm I'm kind of up in the air. I mean, it's hard. Anytime you get Alabama with points, after what they did the first time, um, yeah, you know, it's it, it, that is tough. I think the numbers. I don't know. How do you feel about the number? I think it's right. Bama plus three is right. I after do think what it's happened like, in the championship game.
2: I think not having Mechie on offense hurts a lot. Which oh, showed. I, I think it does. I he's their best, in my opinion, their best overall offensive weapon. And, and that includes that includes Brian Robinson. I, I think that, that Mechie is just – he's a difference maker. He's a, a tremendous playmaker. Um, he can get open in multiple facets. Like, you don't have to scheme him open. He can scheme himself open because he's very, very the other, good. The
3: other receiver, Jameson Williams. Yeah, Williams. He have You have to scheme him open.
2: Exactly. And that's why
3: he's – He's good now. Don't get me he's wrong. He's very good at what very, he does. Very, very good.
2: He's not John Mechie.
3: There's a reason – yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Mechie – is uh is dynamic Uh, out of the out of the two out of like you said out of every player on offense to your point he's he is the best like he was the most dynamic yeah and and he changes everything everything you're not loading the box anymore because you can't you got them on either side and they have other guys that are are serviceable the brooks kid he's one year early um but that that does change things i don't know i don't know that's an interesting um that's interesting. I think Georgia will come to play. Um, there's this narrative though that like that defense you saw against Michigan, they they played with a much higher level of um, intensity and tenacity than they did against Alabama. I think they're trying to be too perfect, too too exact, too precise, and not just playing with their hair on fire. Hell, Kirby Smart said it in this in his in like the days after that he just wants some guys to play with their hair on fire. Right. They don't think so much, let's just go play ball. Right. And and, and if they do that, then I think you get a different result, what you see against Michigan. But if they're trying too hard and pressing and thinking too much instead of reacting, I think you get a result like you saw against Alabama. So I guess it's, it will just depend on like that like the preparation. Like they'll be prepared, but they just got to go play.
2: I'm I yeah, spot on. I agree with everything you said. Um I, I think that uh, I, I think that if, if Georgia comes out and just plays like you just said if, you, if they just play football and they don't worry about who they're playing who's on the, on the other side of who, what the coach's name is on the other side of the field um, and they just prepare for it like it's any other game I think, that, I think they're better than Alabama man for man I think they're better than Alabama right now
3: let me ask you um, Brad I'll put you on the spot here and then I'll go to you next Joey what is the in your mind what is the key to the game for the game. for either team, um, uh, to once,
1: win once again, um, uh, it's going to be Georgia's defense if they can come out and set the tone early, punch Alabama in the mouth, and give their offense some breathing room. They'll win the game.
2: Joey, how creative Bill O'Brien can be. Uh, well then they're in trouble. I agree. I agree. I think I think that's the key though. I think if they can if they can scheme, uh, Jamison Williams open because he's a he with the with the ball in his hands, he's a difference maker. Um, I just I don't know that he's dynamic enough as a as a true receiver to get open against man coverage or uh i I just don't i don't see him being able to do that and i think that he is there like he is a legit playmaker with the ball in his hands though so they have to get him the ball in his hands um and then brian robinson like behind him behind b rob trey sanders he ain't it Mm -mm. so they can't he can't get tired he can't get hurt he can't get beat up like he's got to go
3: i think the key for georgia um is on the defensive side of the ball. Like Brad said, I think he's right in the sense that they have to give the offense like breathing room. Like they're, they're not equipped to play from behind. They cannot do it. Um, I think more exactly, like, they have to be able to stop, and stop the run with limited numbers, like with seven or, 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 six. or six, depending on the formation. Right. They have to be able to stop the run with their front, and they have to be able to affect Bryce Young with their front. They did not do that the first time around. Not well enough, yeah, and and then that allowed those trunk plays, those shot plays, um, to Mechie and to Jamison, and the, it was just a free for all in that back end. They're going to have to play coverage to that because if they don't, I think you'll see a similar result. So Georgia has; they're going to have to, they're going to have to, they're going the front four are going the front four are going to have to take over the game. Then they did not do that the first time.
2: Yeah. What about for Georgia's offense? What is their uh how do they move the wall?
3: I think the easy answer and the cliche answer is don't get behind the chains. Yeah. You can't have negative play. Like Bama doesn't have that huge headliner headliner name. I know the Anderson cat, he's very good. He wears a number 31, which makes you think he's not good. But he's <laughs> <laughs> that's a terrible number. But but he is very good. He is. However, like they don't have like the they don't in my opinion, they don't have like the, the names that they that they they've had over the years. But they play well as a unit, um, and where they're like where they're vulnerable, in my opinion, is on the back end with Joe being out uh, the corner, and then there's the the other guy. Um, damn, I can't think of his name. Saint John's is that his name? He was on the bike in the um, Cincinnati oh, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. Um, he. But they're they're kind of thin-ish on the back end, but Georgia isn't. Stetson Bennett isn't kind of equipped to to exploit that. So they cannot get behind the chains. As long as they stay ahead of the chains, where they're not predictable, then I think they have a chance to move the football. And then, and then, then you give your guys Pickens and those guys, McCaukey and the tight end, and the, those are those are playmakers. But if Bama knows that they have to throw the ball, then they can take that away. But if it's if you're ahead of the chains and it's like you know second and five, then it, can, it it's a rundown or a pass down. It, it, it allows you to be more multiple. And, and and not be so um, you know so one dimensional in that down, that that's to me that is the game in an in a nutshell. There,
2: I'm going to ask you one question, and then I'll and then I'll answer basically the same question. Is there a scenario where JT Daniels plays that does not involve an injury?
3: Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't even he would have played in the championship game. Which that's into a pick six, like if he was if you were going to see him, that's when you would have saw him. Yeah, he was struggling.
2: I agree I, I I don't I don't think And
3: we And we said it last week That the game Did not go on uh, Bennett's shoulders um, Because he should never be asked To do what What he was asked to do Because he's not done that He cannot do that um, But He did not play well And so I think if If they They wanted to win that game Because if they win They don't have to play Bama this time Right Right Like Bama's out mm-hmm. Probably yeah. Most likely Um mm-hmm. The only way they're in is if they win. So they yeah. tried to win. I think they were going to pull out all the stops that game. And I, for whatever reason, I don't know. They, they see him every day at practice. So yeah. then, it, then it's their guy. I think they're going to ride with him.
1: Okay, I'm going to go ahead and put you both on the spot. Who wins this game, Joey?
3: Mm. Are we going to have one more show before this game? Mm-mm. This Monday? Yes, yeah, yeah. This, this, this Monday. Oh, my God. Oh, um.
2: Boy. So I, I think I, I'm going to go back a little bit. I, I think that Stetson Bennett Bennett can win the game for Georgia. You think you think he can win the game? I do. I think he can win the game. I think that uh I, I they I think they have to scheme it. I think but I think Todd Munkin can, can do that. I thought he called an absolutely brilliant and I I only watched intently the first half of that Michigan game. I thought he was brilliant in the first half. Um Georgia has so many playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. They really do. The the McConkey kid, uh the Obviously, Pickens is the, in my opinion, the best receiver in college football. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, both the running backs. Oh, yeah, Pickens, Pickens. talent is is unmatched, in my opinion, and is really not that close. Um, like just his talent. I'm not talking about production. I'm talking, I'm talking about his ability to separate at the top of routes. His, he's unmatched. He's so good the ball with the ball in the air too.
1: Kind of off topic, but not off topic. Did y'all see the graphic where it was like James Cook and Dalvin Cook, and somebody said there's something about Cooks in the Orange Bowl.
2: Yeah, James ain't Calvin. I mean, Dalvin. Well, I'm not saying he is, but. uh, He's he's the other cook. Yeah, he's definitely the other cook. Yeah, I mean, he ain't Dalvin, but he's still pretty damn good. (laughs) He's all right, but he ain't. ain't.
3: Yeah, Pickens is such a freak. He's a physical, and he's dominant, too. Like, he's dominant. So there was a clip on the. I didn't see this in the game, but I saw this on Twitter. Um, Pre snap, he's in his receiver stance. He's on the ball. He looks at Michigan's bench, and he, like, shushes him, like, tells him to be quiet. Yeah. Right? And then ball snapped, goes off the ball. Like absolutely flattens the DB <laughs> and then looks at him again puts his finger in his mouth again and then walk back to the huddle and like they let, left but the little DB laying on the ground
2: that's what you get with him though yeah he's like a that dog. attitude that 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 uh, the, the ability yeah he's, like, a, he's a dog. Riley says
3: he doesn't think he separates like that. I think Jameson Williams
2: separates better. Oh, Riley, let's watch the game. Let's watch the game together. (laughs) Let's watch the game. I listen. I love watching receivers play football. I don't. There's not many I like watching play football more than I like watching George Pickens. Yeah, I like Pickens. His
3: game. I like his game.
2: Um, and then uh, what? What's the what's the tight end's name? Nineteen. Bowers. 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 Grant Bowers. No, no, Brock Bowers. Grant's a uh, he plays baseball for you. Yeah, he's a baseball player at Columbia high school. Um, he's pretty good too, right? No, no, he's very good. Yeah, shout, shout out. out, shout out, Grant. Bowers. Shout out, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Brock Bowers is a matchup nightmare. Yeah, he's, he's absolute a, animal. He also a freak. Isn't I? I think I tweeted it, but. There's so many good tight ends in college football right now, but he's at the top of that list. I agree. Like, people talked about Kyle Pitts last year. He's a freshman. Yeah. Yeah. People talked about Kyle Pitts last year being, like, just an absolute freak show. Uh, The Bowers kid, in in my opinion, is the next in line. Like, he's a freak. And then you got the Darnell Washington kid there, too. Like, Georgia has matchups. They have matchup nightmares. And if they can exploit those, and if Munkin can kind of guide. Stetson Bennett into uh, into into exploiting those matchups. I I, I definitely I I think Georgia wins the game personally. It
1: all comes it's a very long answer, but um, uh, Joey's got Georgia. So Chris, what do you want? who do you like?
2: Dude, this isn't good
3: because I know where you're who's going. Rudolph. Yeah, who's Rudolph? Who's flying the sled tonight? <laughs> Stetson Bennett. That's your. That's where you're going with that. He's the problem. Yeah, Reed says Reed says yeah. Bama. Reed says Bama. Um. Uh, I'm going to go, because I have to, because the front porch jinx is like really strong. I'm going Bama. But do you believe that? I'm going Bama. <laughs>
2: exactly.
1: You know, um, I'll be more interested to see what I actually lay for my rooting interest, but um, I read an article shortly after the Georgia-Alabama game, and the guys basically said, if you didn't take Bama with points, I don't feel bad for you. So I'm going to go with Bama
3: with points. Ooh, you ain't gonna be allowed in my house for a while. No worry about it. This is what she uh, would have wanted. that's yeah, true.
2: <laughs> but again, I want to ask: Do you believe that? I want to take Bama with points. Are you actually going to do that in real life, though? Yeah, I'm actually going to do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Interesting. I mean, I'm okay with it. I don't have a problem with that. I, Bama with points is. How do you turn that down? I'll probably take it too. I just don't know if I believe it.
3: Especially after like the last showing. I I,
2: I think that people. makes it worse for for. Do you for Bama? So
3: we, we get into this argument. Can I, why?
2: I I think sometimes negativity can be put on film, whereas so like so you can you can learn from that. You know what I mean? Like they can learn. Okay, we did this last time and it did not work.
3: I agree with that to an extent. When you get physically beat, they didn't get out. I don't. In my opinion, I don't know that they got out schemed. Alabama's offensive line
2: beat them. Up, I mean that is that part's true. There's something. You but can, they schemed. They schemed. They schemed pretty good too, though. I mean, like Mechie and, and Williams are running free a lot. Yeah, I mean that's that's not just my guys are better than your guys. That's that's scheme. Typically, but, I, but is it? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't. I don't, I don't know.
3: That I don't know how good their back end is. That's why I think that's where they're a suspect. That's why I think they have to allocate an extra guy back there. Yeah, that's like what? me. It's it's like I, this to me. If if I go fight Rampage Jackson ten times. <laughs> He can, whoop, he can knock me out the first time. I'm going to go watch film. Hell yeah. We're going to fight again.
2: He's going to whoop me again. No offense, but you're not. You're not on the same playing field with Rampage <laughs> Jackson. Touche. Bama is, and Georgia yeah. are on the same playing field.
3: That is a fair point. <clears throat> However, like if somebody just manhandles you and dominates you, I don't know that there's enough film in the world to fix it. If you get out-schemed or they do something you didn't, you didn't expect uh, and you just weren't able to make the adjustments in-game, then that's one thing. But like at least to my eye, and I didn't re-watch it. I watched it one time live, Same. never never rewinded it. Um, it. It appeared to me as if Bama just took them to the woodshed. Now, they may come back pissed off, and they, they should. Um, they said they had a chip on their shoulder for the Michigan game, and we saw the product they put on the field. Right. But, like, That's I don't different. how how much – I don't know that they can play
2: any harder or or, I I, I agree with that point. I don't think they play any harder. I don't think that's. So
3: then it comes down to like scheme. Like, can. I guess. Can they can they out scheme Bama? And I hope I hope for my household's sake. I hope so. Um, But that's the thing. I I guess that's the thing I'm looking at. That's why I don't know that I agree with you on the argument um, that sometimes getting beat is better. And and I guess in in certain cases, it probably is. I'm not sure that's the case um, with, with these two teams.
2: If it was if it was somebody else, if it was really anybody else in college football, I don't care who it is, other than Georgia, I, I would say it doesn't matter. But I think I I do think that Georgia, man for man, is just as good as Alabama. I mean, I agree. so I don't I, I don't think that they're thirty points worse than like they they just got beat oh. two weeks ago, or three weeks four weeks ago. whatever So it is.
3: okay, so then my question to you is, what's different this time?
2: I don't know. I'm gonna let you know uh, <laughs> next Monday about nine o'clock.
3: Fair enough. So you're. You're going. I'm. I'm just assuming. Correct me if I'm wrong. That you're saying, like, because they got embarrassed, that they will play. They'll play harder, or they'll, they'll play. I think they find.
2: I think they went into the last game thinking that they were just going to be better. I don't think they didn't not scheme against Bama. I don't think that. I think they played their game. I think they, they thought that they could just go play their game and they could beat Bama because they are the better team right at this point. And I, and maybe they are man for man. It don't work like that against Bama. And so I think they learned, hey, Lord, this ain't, this ain't going to work. We can't just go line up and bloody them like we just did in Michigan. Yeah, because they lost that battle. Right, they lost that battle. So I, I think that I think I, I have, for whatever reason, I don't know why. I'm stupid. I have faith in Todd Munkin. I don't know why.
3: <laughs> I don't think you're dumb. I'm just saying I, I I sometimes I don't buy into that line of thinking that because we got beat by him the first time, yeah. automatically the next time will be better because for whatever reason, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And again, I don't always believe that either. I no, just, I know. I
2: just think with with Georgia and this case, because I do think that they are really, really good. I, I do think it matters a little. I just uh, I hope it doesn't. I hope they get beat. Fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else on
1: um uh, on the national championship?
2: No.
3: No, I think that pretty much set well, your, well set, covers it. Centerpiece. Um, other than it, I wish it wasn't on a Monday. Yeah. Right. That's lame.
1: Yeah, that's awful. Like not cool. That'd be so great if it was on Friday, even Saturday. Like, yeah, I'd be great with either of those days. So, they got to work on. They have to work on that scheduling. Yeah, I mean, I imagine you have to lose some viewership. Like, you have to, or after at a certain point, halftime it cuts in half.
3: You know what? Like mainstream America, like they they they're the ones that should like really protest this thing. Yeah, yeah. they're getting half effort, if not quarter effort, from their employees. All of, all of America. Not me. Not me. I'm giving 110. 100%. But a lot of people are only giving half Yeah. Um, <laughs> the day after that, that big game.
1: I don't know. Uh, a lot of people go to bed early. They're not all like us. You're going to want to watch every minute.
3: I'm going to watch every minute, and I'm still going to go do my job to the best of my ability. And I'm giving maximum effort that next day.
1: Maximum effort. I like that. Joey, how about I found out that my it?
3: assistant principal has my uh, Twitter notifications turned on. <laughs> <laughs> found that out yesterday.
1: <laughs> yeah, so maximum effort over here. Might listen to
3: the podcast too. Oh, nice. Fully engaged.
1: What else we got? Um, I gotta, I'm going to just go ahead and jump into it. Antonio Brown. I've been excited. I've been excited to
3: hear
2: you've what been, you two think. You've been jumping at yes. this one for a hot Dude,
3: minute. Joey sent in our, uh, like our Google document show notes. He said in there, he put. Um, what a, like topics tonight under and then under it? The very first thing that anyone put was Brad <laughs> Antonio Brown. That's the only thing Brad wanted to talk about tonight. That's, with it. Antonio that's, Brown. that's
2: the only thing that he contributed to the show notes. <laughs> so please here's what me. we're gonna do, Brad.
3: The mic, the floor is yours, sir. I have to run to that refrigerator. Okay, please give us a, a little bit of a monologue on your thoughts on your guy Antonio Brown. I'm not gonna lie, I'm just endlessly
1: fascinated and um <laughs> entertained by his antics like just when i think he can't entertain me anymore this guy's stripping half naked he's running to the locker room and then he's at the nets game that night i love everything about this story
2: <laughs> hey, chris chris pulled a Brad and and threw uh threw something over there i don't know oh. what it was he didn't kick anything but oh huh. yeah but I, I i love everything about this story and joey did, did you see it live uh, so, yes and no. I did not see it live, unfortunately, because we lost power. I did you lose power Sunday? I did not. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I can throw a rock and hit your house with it, and you don't lose power, and I do. <laughs> For an hour and a half, I lost power. We're on
3: a different... Why didn't you call me? I'm not you smart. Can, you can throw <laughs> a rock and hit my house, but you don't call Johnson, me? I, am not, I smart. am not a smart man. I, We're on a different power grid.
2: Y'all's, <laughs> y'all's
3: power lines are above ground. Ours are underground. Yes. That's why you lost power.
2: I'm aware. But yeah. I'm a rock throw away. But you are a rock throw away. And now I have to throw it a couple of times now. It's not one throw. It's pick it up and throw it again and pick it up and throw it again. One drive. You know what um, was really funny? Like like one one, day one, one drive, if yeah. If you tee the
3: golf ball up with a driver, you're one drive. You might hit it. You sell
2: my house probably. If there's no trees Man, there, far. there's a chance. You know what was really funny? Um, uh, One day I
1: was over here watching football with Joey. And Chris was like, all right, yeah, I'm coming over. And like 15 minutes later, he was here. And I was like. Did, did you walk? He's like, yes. Yeah, I actually did walk. That is true. That is a there's true only one
3: scary part on that walk. It's crossing that main road. There's people. There's idiots that drive that road.
1: Yeah, people who walk down that main road
3: are brave. Brave. Me. Brave. I did. That's I'm not people. You're just shooting the Chris, gap. I'm that, talking Chris about people who walk it.
2: Okay. When you're walking, that's kind of a long gap. <laughs> I mean, it's maybe 40 yards.
3: That, I'm not running.
2: your <laughs> <laughs> 40 yards. I will right say later, this, Chris, There is a young lady that. Oh. That rides a scooter on that road She's all brave. the time.
3: She's a big fan of you. No, she is Love not. Loves Joey. Edge. <laughs> yeah,
2: she loves Joey. Oh, boy.
1: <laughs> Anyways, back to your power going out and
2: Antonio Brown. Don't yeah. get off this. Sorry. So yeah, I didn't actually see that very moment live. I had to. I had to watch it on Twitter, like the rest of the world. Unfortunately, I was watching live, and then the power went out, and so I couldn't Breaking see it. Um, so I, I watched it on Twitter, okay. Bradford. And uh, I, I was. I was uh, impressed, not surprised. I don't entertained, know. entertained. I, I don't know what I was at first. I mean, the only thing he could have done better is if he would have just said, "Are you not entertained?" As he's walking off. I, I think if he had brain cells left, he probably would have done that.
3: What <laughs> What is your thought process like, for real, Brett? On on other than being entertained, I got that part. What, how, why, how does something like that happen? My thought
1: process is: Are you an idiot? Like, what, what's going on? Like, what's going on in your life? like, like, Antonio Brown? Like, this is the front port re- porch reaching out to you. Are you okay, Bud? Is there anything we can do? Because
2: are you okay? I hey, speaking of that, if if there's a chance, if, if just everybody tag Antonio Brown <laughs> oh in the podcast and see if we can get him on the show because I I don't have the same viewpoint as most people on this.
3: I don't think I do either. I, I think I don't I think I'm I'm from the point of like when Brad asked the question like are you okay, bud? like I don't think he's okay.
2: Is, no what, no no what's I, your viewpoint? I think I think he was oh boy mm, that' was a slippery slope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not so sure that he's in the complete wrong here. Oh I'm not so sure that he's in the complete wrong. So if, so if they told, if they told so if it, now again, you have no clue what's happened on that sideline. No idea. True. If he's truly hurt, now it has come out that he has had another MRI and he is actually hurt. He is truly hurt. He was actually physically hurting. Now, everybody says he is a very tough human being. Like, he's going to play if he can play. By all accounts, everyone says that. He told the offensive staff, I can't go back in the game. I'm not, I'm not feeling well. My ankle hurts. And they said, you're going back in. And he said, no, I'm not. I physically cannot go. And they said, okay, well, if you don't go back in, then you're no longer a part of us. And he leaves? Do sane people do that? Absolutely not. Do I do that at my job? Absolutely not. Does any, anybody I know going to do that? No. No. He's not sane. This is Antonio Brown we're talking about. Yeah. You can't tell him to leave if you don't want him to leave. Okay. So, He's not smart enough to figure out what the difference in right and wrong is. Yeah, you're lucky he, he did just what he did. If that is true... If that's true, and he is... It's in, relatively documented that that's true. By kay. people in the media that are supposedly in the know.
3: If it is true, then I understand the frustration. At the end of the day, though, you're uh, supposed to be a professional. You can't handle it that way.
2: I agree. Normal, sane humans do not. Right. That man is, hasn't been sane since Vontaze Perfect hit him in the face. I blame vontes I do, too. It killed him. He... he <laughs> Almost did. Um, but I'm going to operate on the premise
3: that.
2: That he's just a psycho.
3: Or the other. So the other. <sighs> like the other story. That's loud. The other I'm story. Sorry. I the, tried to turn away. I know. You did. The other story or um, reasoning or thought process was that he was not getting in the game enough be, for his like incentives. That's right. That's what his I benefits. heard.
1: I didn't hear Joey's narrative. But they were
3: saying like they were holding him out because they did not want him to reach those incentives, which I kind of find hard to believe. Right. They don't have anybody else. Like They need him. They like to win that football game. I
2: have a feeling that Tom Brady didn't say, hey, he can't go in this week.
3: I'd be willing to bet that's probably the case. So I'm, I'm more inclined to believe what you're saying. I think no matter what is this, we've, we've been saying on this show for forever, mm-hmm. perception is reality. Right. And his reputation is so tarnished and it is what it is. That like when he has some type of like national blow up to that scale, that level, like the perception is that he's a loose cannon, he's a lunatic, that he has CTE, that he's a me guy, he's selfish, he'll do whatever, it is not a good look. So like the perception is that. So therefore, like then people run with that as reality because that fits his track record. Right. The other thing is like where he doesn't do himself like any favors is like the manner he went about it. Like if he would have just like walked through the locker room with his jersey and pads on, helmet on, holding his shoulder or holding his ankle or limping, like no one's making a big, like no one may know this. And, and, then, and then he can control that story and he can control the narrative and say, look, my ankle's effed up. I don't feel comfortable playing. I can't play. But because he ripped his jersey off and threw his <laughs> gloves and is on literally on the field on the opposite end zone while they're running a play on the other end, hyping up the crowd, like, dog. You And it's not just, he can't help it. Like, I was going to say, he don't have anybody that wants to help him. He, he can't get out of his own way.
2: Yeah, I think people do want to help. Like, obviously, that's Tom like, Brady wants to help him.
3: No, I agree. I think he has, that's, I guess that's why I almost misspoke. I think he has a ton of people in his camp that want to help. I do, too. I think Antonio just is Antonio.
2: You can't help who somebody who doesn't want to help. You've helped.
1: heard it a thousand times. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't
3: make it drink. Yeah, and the, the sad part is, like, Joey, what you're saying, I'm, I'm more inclined to believe that that's true. But, like, what's what's more sad about it is, like, he isn't whatever. He's not capable or he did not handle it the right way. Like, crappy things happen to people all the time. Right. But how you handle it is like is what is important like that's Mm -hmm. what that's what he handled it all right If that's true, which would be which would be
2: terrible thing to happen to him
3: Then like and he handled it that way that he he comes out looking like the one how he looks
2: right and I, I so what you said earlier about him being selfish and and me guy and All that I think all that can be true and then it also can be true that What happened happened I agree? I, I
3: think that's probably. I think there probably. I think. I think there may be truth to both of it.
2: I, I do. I, I think there is, and uh, I don't know, man. I, I truly feel sorry for the guy. I, I know that's that's probably not the right thing, or, or some people don't feel that way. Or well, there either, is but no right
3: thing. It may may not be the popular opinion.
2: That's what I meant. Sorry, it may not be the most popular thing. I, I feel bad for him because he he obviously does have something mentally going on. Um, now whether that's whether that's lack of intelligence, whether that's CTE, whether that's uh, Whatever I don't know I I I, don't, I I remember a long time ago when uh, when he first signed the first big contract that he signed and Ryan Clark was on ESPN talking about it and he was a former teammate of his in Pittsburgh and he was like this isn't going to stop because he signed a contract like he he is he is a he's not a stable person to begin with um, and so when you when you give somebody crazy when you give them crazy money they're going to go crazier that's just the way it works and uh, it it, it obviously rings true now um but he was
3: younger yeah he didn't have as many miles on him it's like there's so i i hear what you're saying and i don't want i don't mean to sound like like insensitive like that's what the that's what the money's for like everyone felt real bad for manny when he was getting drug along drug along drug along drug along and yeah that part sucked manny could have got out of that situation but you wonder why he didn't he wasn't gonna forego that money right
2: that's what the money's for right
3: and so like I, it's, it's, that's what the money's for like, i don't feel bad for the guy
2: it's so much is in my opinion anyways it's just it, that's like the two things aren't relatable like manny diaz being drugged by humans in the media is what it is like that sucks it's it's it sucks. it's not fun but that's but, but what's different
3: Other than the fact that Antonio Antonio Brown, Brown, I
2: don't care about what the media says about him. I'm saying for him, like he, he his mentality, he
3: does that to himself.
2: But do you know that? Do you think that he knows? Like I don't know that he's capable of of comprehending what he's doing to himself. I I don't I I don't don't know that
3: either. But
2: like I think there's something wrong. Like like I think he. I don't know that he's mentally unstable. No, I do know that he is. I've seen the Instagram lives. Yeah, no,
3: we've seen tons of things
2: where he's no, he's done. Yeah, yeah. So he is mentally unstable, but I I just don't know that he has the ability to process things. There's something wrong with his processing. How about that?
3: All right. So, oh boy, slippery slope. And I'm just gonna say this. And <laughs> Ooh, there's no way to put. There's people that do like disgusting and 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 like that. Not not comparing the two. Right. Right. Like, right. There was something wrong with, like, Ted Bundy's mind, too. We don't feel sorry for that guy. Now, Antonio Brown's not, like, hurting, like, killing people and doing what Ted Bundy... I'm I'm not making that comparison. What I'm saying is, like, obviously, one's an athlete, one's a serial killer. Like, they're totally different, and I'm fully aware. (laughs) So, let me stop you right there. I'm not making that comparison. What I am saying is, like, we don't... I don't know that I feel bad for him... I don't know that I feel bad for him. I guess, and I and I and I can't feel bad for him just because he's not mentally stable.
2: Me, me yeah, personally, no, that's no. just
3: me. I can't do it.
2: I can appreciate that. And I can see where a lot of people won't. Yeah, and I'm okay with it. I don't, it doesn't bother me that y'all don't feel bad for him. And I'm I'm good with that. Um, well, good because I don't care. I yeah. don't feel bad for him. Yeah, and I again, I just my opinion, but there's to see somebody, Antonio Brown, in my opinion was the best receiver in the league for multiple years. For a while. I agree with that. And I agree may, by that. Possibly, maybe. Still one of the best. One of the five best when he's healthy. Huh? He might still be there. Oh boy. One of
3: the five best in the league right now, currently.
2: Maybe. <laughs> no, you don't believe that. Dude, he's
3: still really, really good. Dude, yeah, I hear you, but he's not one of the five best receivers in the NFL right now. If second. he
2: doesn't take three years off because he's an idiot. He did though. I understand because that, but, he's an idiot. Right in the middle of his prime. Right, but if he doesn't like, that—that's kind of my point about this whole thing. Like this guy, but that's my point too. Has, he's dead has, because he's an idiot. Right, I—I I, I get it. I really do. I get it. But he's the—the the ability
1: that he had, and is, right there is why I don't feel bad for him. Because when I'm sitting there typing on my little computer at work at my desk, I'm going, hmm. Must be nice just to have that ability and have all that and be able to have all that money. And but imagine, imagine you
2: having the ability to write books. Right? You do have the ability. That's not what I'm gonna say. Sorry, that was bad, bad. <laughs> <say>, is not
1: <laughs> even slippery or
2: slow slip <laughs> boy. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, say, say you could be, you, you are the greatest book writer in all of the world right now. I like where this is going. Right. And then you hit your head after you slipped on ice, and then you can't remember anything anymore. It's. A-
3: Go ahead. Well, that's part. not Sorry. my fault. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, no that, that's his point. Go ahead. Make your point. Right. You're and right. so
2: now you have no, like, you can't do what you were supposed to do because your mental ability isn't there anymore. And I don't know that he had no mental ability or, or has limited mental ability after the Vontez perfected. I really don't know. I do. I, there is a correlation between who he was before and who he is now. That's what I know.
3: To your point, and this is your point, Ryan Clark played with him before. Before the before, before the hit, before all the mi- like the the bad mileage, and he's had hits like that. Not like that. Not like. that. But he's all. had hits. He's been hitting the head. He's played football. We've all been. If you play right. football at any point in time, right? I, I firmly believe, like if you're if you're like about that, you've had a concussion of some sort, like mild or yeah. not like. You right. had your 100% bell rung. You have. When people, Absolutely, the old, we used to call
2: bell rung was
3: that was called probably a, a, slight, a concussion, some some type of
2: concussion, <laughs> probably more than <laughs> your, slight. Sometimes your
3: brain rattled. <laughs> like you, you had your right. bell rung. Like yeah, okay. Oh shoot, what just happened? Probably got a concussion. Right. Okay. So I'm sure he's. I'm sure that's not his. That's not the first time he's been hit. So, but I'm saying like early in his career, he was identified as a lunatic.
2: Okay, I agree.
3: So you give somebody crazy that and Ryan Clark is super educated, <laughs> he is, and super um and qualified to speak on it. Yeah, and he said. It's gonna get worse. It's gonna get worse, mm-hmm. and, and he was right, and and it did. So like that, I guess that's my thinking. Is like I'm not sure that he ever was. Like I don't feel sorry for him because I know people who have the right mentality and have the right mindset, but weren't given the God-given skills that Antonio Brown had to mm-hmm. do what to do what they love to do. So they are sitting at a desk or working in a warehouse or whatever. That's why I can't feel bad for him. That's just why I can't feel bad for him. Like here's the thing: is like the platform that he has and what he could do if he could get like mentally right, it it, it far exceeds. It, it just, I can't. I just can't. I I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not. I'm not even gonna go this far to like place right. blame. Yeah, yeah. But I'm also I cannot get in the camp where I feel sorry for him.
2: Yeah. I mean, I can appreciate that. I- yeah. Again, you know what I, I mean I yeah.
3: mean you're allowed to your opinion and that's and that's fine. But like for me me personally, and then I don't know how Brad I think Brad feels the same way. Like I just cannot feel sorry for somebody that has every single thing in their hand and they squander it for whatever the reason may be. Yeah. And and talk about the chances too. Like it's not like one, two, it's like no, it's five, six, multiple, seven, eight, nine, multiple, 12,
2: multiple thirty
3: two. So many opportunities <laughs> that he's just constantly messed up.
2: Yeah. And again, I, I I definitely see that side of it. I'm not saying I don't see that side of it. I just I hate to see somebody with so much talent not be able to capitalize on it. And, and like you said, he could do so much good with with everything that he has by bringing awareness to mental health. And a la Brandon Marshall, yeah, somebody like that. Like I do I do see that side of it. I and promise. Have, I do. You
3: have Dak that does the same type of thing, and then and work done. He's built like 140 houses for single mothers. Like. You have everything, all of the resources in front of you, and instead of, and and I'm sure he does do good things and has done good things for people, I'm sure, but like he, he's not the only one. But like I just, that's where I get, that's where I go with it. I just can't feel bad for the guy. My thought
1: process is instead of being remembered as maybe one of the great wide receivers, you're gonna be remembered as being a lunatic. That's where I can't like feel bad for you. Like, you had all of this. You took three years off in your prime, and you have so many bad things stacking up against what you've done. Like, I just I can't feel bad for him. I mean, I, I if if your story is true, I hope that you're not hurt. And I, I if the staff was that way to you, that that really sucks. But there's just so many better ways to handle that.
3: Also, we need it needs to be noted that Anthony and Shane are correct about Mike Tomlin. I want. I was gonna ask you about this. Yeah, go ahead. For him to hold it together for as long as he did mm-hmm. with that guy in his locker room, yeah, one of Another the best. Other cannons in that locker room too. No,
2: were. Yeah, it wasn't just him. Well, yeah, Roethlisberger was doing Roethlisberger thing. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell was. Cra- Speaking of which, yes. <laughs> how is Le'Veon Bell in every situation where Antonio Brown goes crazy? Yeah, yeah. That's all I was like. Yeah, I, I don't. Is that I mean am I wrong in thinking that like Pittsburgh Levion Bell's there pulls the worst out of them. now in Tampa Le'Veon Bell's there I don't know I don't and I don't know they may not even be close I have no idea but it's just it's interesting it's a coincidence
3: Mike a coincidence. Tomlin deserves his respect endless he's got credit. mine now
2: endless credit Also Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season in the NFL Also incredible Did not know that Absolutely incredible With Big Ben this year Yes, this Pittsburgh team is one of the, the. They are so bad. Bad, bad. Nah, Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. He might be the goat. He might be the greatest <laughs> of all time. I'm so sorry to Anthony and Chris or uh, Shane. Shane. Yeah. I am. I am incredibly sorry that I ever doubted your guy. Uh, Mike Tomlin is is just unbelievable. He is so good. I'm yeah. so
1: glad you brought that up because I've been thinking the same thing. Like maybe had not given that guy near enough credit.
3: Well, I didn't realize he was holding it together as he was holding it together.
2: Not <laughs> quite like that. I thought he was the problem, the, the one pulling it apart maybe. <laughs> yep. Nope. He, I thought he was allowing it to happen. Nope. Yep. He didn't have a choice. He held everything together and tight-lipped. And
3: Kelsey asked me this question. Whew. Okay, this is one about Antonio Brown and, and Tampa. Does, and this is with her not knowing what you said about the injury stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, it's obviously a bad look for Antonio Brown. Right, but is it remove the injury stuff? Obviously, if right, they right. if the staff was handling it that way, then okay. yeah, that's yeah. a that's a bad look. But let's just let's go about this next little inter um, or instruction or scenario as if like it wasn't an injury thing. Okay, is it a bad look for Tampa Bay staff to have a player do that, or is it is that strictly on Antonio nah, Brown?
2: I think it's just that's strictly Antonio Brown. Okay, Brad?
1: I agree. I mean, what are you gonna do? Send security after him? Okay,
3: so here's here's where I'll I'll try. I agree with both of you. So I'll try to play devil's advocate. Love it when you do this. I, well, I'll try to I'll try to do that. I think with him, you would hope. Now I know he wasn't a long tenured player with the Bucks, but you would hope that there would be a coach, a staffer, a teammate. I mean, Mike Evans tried, but somebody'd be like, Hey, like, bro, look, this may be terrible. But you cannot go out like this. Like, you cannot do what you're about to do. And there was nobody that Anthony Brown – and it may be an Anthony Brown thing, but still there was nobody that had a relationship with him good enough that could, that could talk him off that proverbial ledge. My one
1: question is this. Y'all said that he was doing all that while there was plays being ran because I think maybe the one person who may have been able to, Tom Brady, may have been busy trying to win a football game.
3: That and, that and that you're you're that's very true. That's a good point. Well, well, Mike Evans was on the sideline. Were they on offense when all that happened? No, they were on, they were on defense. Yeah, so Tom Brady was on the sideline.
1: Okay,
2: because Evans was there and he tried. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Evans tried, but but he also he knew he knew his role too. Though you saw he said Antonio said, "Nah, I'm good, homie," and he's like. All right, I tried. Yep, and, I walk, I yeah. and he walked back.
3: Well, that's what I said. At that point, it was probably like a lost cause. Like that guy was fixing to do whatever the heck he was going to do. So right. yeah, I don't people need to have to be that look in their eyes. That. Yeah,
2: people have that look in their eyes, and like you said, you don't. You're not trying to be attached to that. So you yeah,
3: no, that thing is blowing hey, go back up over
2: here. Nope. Okay, I'm going back over yeah, here myself. You want to yeah. go where I'm supposed to go. Yeah.
3: Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, that's. that's just kind of what I was thinking there. But I mean, that, Brad. Does that, that, after 15 minutes on Antonio Brown, does that do it for you? I am satisfied. Like, <laughs> I, I was
1: looking forward to this for the time it happened till when y'all asked for the show notes today. I, I contributed the one thing I wanted to talk about. Um,
3: He did. Brad ain't text back in a group message in weeks. <laughs> Seriously. Joey sends that out. Boom.
1: My favorite thing is Joey texted me the other day. I replied to something because I'm glad you're alive, first of all. <laughs> I did. I said, <laughs> yeah. I said that. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Um hey this was not in the show notes and i apologize but uh it kind of it kind of ties into the tampa bay buccaneers so the jacksonville jaguars oh my god man it's a it's a madhouse over there right yeah what do they do to fix this do you have anything yeah i mean they got a lot of they got a lot of picks. um i don't know have you seen jacksonville jaguar twitter have you seen oh yeah, them? they're
3: clowns. They the clown with the mustache. Yes. Do you know why they are doing that? Because Khan's a clown, and they kept the GM right. Because they kept because they kept the GM.
2: Yeah, that's the, that's the whole premise behind it. Yeah. No, I. I there are, there are rumors, and again, this hey, who knows how true anything on the internet is? But there are rumors that people won't even interview for that job until they fire the GM in Jacksonville. I believe it. They say he's like a, the biggest snitch in the world. Really? Yeah. Like, it, from his time in San Francisco, they were like, you know, they would always have information leaking out to other people. And it's him. And it's always been him everywhere he goes. He's he, the he's rat. He's the mole. He's the mole. Is always. He the one that got rid of, like, Jalen
0: Ramsey and all
2: them. He's yeah. an idiot. No, I don't know if he got rid of those guys. But I, I know I know he's, he, w- like. Was he there when that happened? Though? I can't remember. Okay. I don't know. I just know that he is uh, remember one of the I said, least respected dudes in all of football.
3: I feel like I remember saying this probably about two years ago. They're, retar- they're dumb. To get rid of Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. dumb. That was, that, <laughs> turns out that was probably a dumb move. If you have one of the best players in the NFL, maybe just pay them and let them continue doing what they're doing. Probably. As opposed to playing all these other slappies who will give you absolutely no production, stay for a year and a half, drain your roster, drain your season, give you absolutely no production on the field. But you know what? We got cap room. Jaguar fans. Oh, don't, don't get me
2: started. Who do y'all hire as the head coach there? Hey, I... Remove remove the GM because we're gonna assume that he's gonna get fired soon. Yeah, I think BNME has to get consideration.
3: Um, probably first for me. Um, also seen leftwich, leftwich. name floated around.
2: I think he makes the most sense.
3: I think he makes the most sense too. I mean, he's. A, I mean, he was. He, he, he was, was a jaguar. Yeah, I was, say, he, was a, he
2: was like a. He was the jaguar for he a little was a while. Jaguar. Yeah.
3: Right. I. I. I'd be. I would be cool with either one of those guys getting. Getting it like a legitimate shot there, but I think it starts with the GM that he's got to go.
2: So yeah, there, there again, there's been rumors that people, you know, they requested like 13 interviews or whatever with people, and like four of them were like, "Nah, we're we're good, thanks though, because we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna even entertain your your thoughts, your ideas." Yep. Until he's gone. Yeah. And then apparently some of the younger coaches in the league, a la uh, Byron Left, which was like, "Yeah, I'll I'll interview, but it's strictly to tell you that I'm not working unless he's gone."
3: Imagine having that reputation.
2: Isn't that terrible? And yeah, then, it's what and he then, deserves. It, like he needs, no, be, yeah, he needs to be blackballed. Like and then you and then your owner keeps him. If you're sabotaging
3: your own team like that, bro, get out of here, man! Like yeah. I, can, I I'll be the same way. I'm not working for him. I'm not working with him.
2: Not working around him. No, like
3: those guys all have options. Yeah, like, left was is with the nat, the Super Bowl champion Bucks the uh, enemy is with the chiefs they win as many games as they freaking want to win right like why am i gonna go enter that hell hole in jacksonville with that guy stabbing me in the back any chance he can get nope
2: yeah no way
3: he might have paid that girl to go dance with urban
2: may have <sighs> crazy man cold She's world sin- Or he center. that's crazy
3: <laughs> man anyways
1: I, I wouldn't want to take care of the jaguar mix. it's a mess
3: i think you have to gut it i think you have to have a new gm uh, and I think you honest to God, I think you have to build both ways from, from the draft, which is obviously not easy to do because not everybody can do that. But you also have to go you have to go spend money in free agency. You, yeah, you yeah, go, I think you have I do to go think... get like band aids, and I say I don't I mean like not scrubs, but like good players that that, that are looking for a new home and yeah, looking for a paycheck. You might,
2: and you might have to overpay a little bit. Yeah, you're
3: probably going to have to. Yeah. Because you've dug, you've did this. like exactly. You've dug this hole mm-hmm. in order to get out of it. You're going to have to overpay for players that mm-hmm. may not be worth that on the market. And to your
1: market, they are. you got to plug some yeah. holes. you got to stop that shit from sinking. Yeah. You know what's really funny to me is like, um, I was on Jaguar Twitter actually and them all saying like after Urban getting fired, they're going to win the next game. They're going to be better. And it's like, nope, it's still really, really bad. <laughs> still <laughs> sucks.
2: Urban hired the absolute, and I've said this so many times, the absolute worst offensive staff that you could ever assemble in the NFL. Yep. Like, Daryl Bevel and Brian Schottenheimer are the two worst offensive coordinators I've seen in the NFL in the last 10 years. No joke. I'm not even, like, being a little bit funny about that. They are by far the two worst. They're awful. Yeah. So, I mean, what did, what did you ex- – you got a young offense. Rookie young, quarterback. Yeah, a rookie quarterback. And terrible play callers and terrible game managers and terrible uh, game planners. Like, <laughs> what exactly did you think was going to happen? Some offensive juggernaut? It's not possible.
3: I agree. So we're at a minute. We're at an hour and eight minutes. Um, that's unbelievable. So, we're, so yeah. So here we are. I'm going to ask you like uh, just one question each, if that's okay with you two. Yeah. Is um, it about the Jaguars? Yeah. Okay. Go okay. ahead. And then, and, and then. Trevor Lawrence, I've been seeing uh, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I'm so confused
2: what you were going to say. Before. Oh, that's, I'm keeping it myself. <laughs> Sorry. They're,
3: they're shooting 13% from three-point They normally shoot 40. That's great. Um,
2: that's probably a good second half number. You probably get a live number if we need could to hit be. That now. We get off the show. Because, because, it might because regression is um, <laughs> or positive regression, I guess. Um, Anyways, Trevor Lawrence.
3: Yeah. Is he a, is he a wash? Like, did we miss? Is he no. a dud?
2: I'm not going to say that. No, I'm not. can't I go think, there. I can't uh, go there. I've okay. seen that.
3: I can't. I cannot do it.
2: So here's the thing. I just told you. The worst offensive staff in the history of the NFL. Yeah.
3: Yep. I'm not Most dysfunctional I'm not, organization by in far.
2: The NFL. By far. Mm-hmm. I'm not taking any of what I've seen with him for anything other than whatever at this point. Uh red now, maybe, year. Yeah. Now maybe in a couple of years we look back and we're like, Yep, nope, he was definitely a bust. Maybe the case. I can't go there with it either. I saw somebody say if you if you take Mac Jones and put him in Jacksonville, they're they're a decent team. You're out of your mind. He's on a stretcher. You're out of your mind. They're not decent. Nobody's decent with them right now.
1: I don't care if you put Tom Brady back there. They're not. They're not well, Tom Brady,
2: is, he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> Tom he's Brady's, not even on a stretcher. Tom Brady's not going there because he's not an idiot.
3: He'll be like Antonio Brown. I'm not. Oh, God. <laughs> he's standing on the sideline. He's <laughs> retiring in the first quarter. I just got hit for three times. I got hit three times. The on entire, in my entire career in New England. Yeah. This is. No, I'm done. Y'all can have, nope, you can y'all have can it. Nope. Y'all can have it. No. Yeah. I, I think, agree no no, it's not Trevor Lawrence's fault. I don't, I don't I think it's too soon to say he's washed or that we that, that, that the Jaguars missed on him or that all of our, everyone everyone in the world's evaluations were wrong on Trevor Lawrence.
2: I, I think it's too soon I'm not even I'm not even ready to say that he's not a generational quarterback and no, I, I am ready to say that I wasn't ready to say that to begin with so I don't think he was a generational quarterback to begin with but I'm definitely not ready to say that he was a bust. Um, I, I think that he can be successful. I think they can be successful, but I, I do think they have to do some some things different. I, I think that it starts with, like you said earlier, firing the GM. Um, Trent Balky, I think he's got to go. Balky. Or Balker, mm-hmm. whatever his name is. I like Balky better. I do. Too. That's why I call him it sounds more goofy. Exactly. Um, and I, I here's Jaguar, uh, ShotCon, If you're listening, you should. He First is. He does. He does. I heard. Yeah. Uh, let me get a ride on your, your yacht. Anyways, no, um, <laughs> fire that clown and go hire Lewis Riddick. That's your that's Ooh. your that's what you need to do. If you fire him, you hire Lewis Riddick and then you hire Byron Leftwich as your head coach and you give them the pieces to do whatever they want to do. It don't matter. You, hands off. Hands off. Let them give go. them the keys. Let those two go to work. You'll be back in 3 years max.
3: Dude, I don't want to sound weird here and I might. But we're deep in here so we may not be a ton of people listening still. <laughs> Everyone still listens. Potential sponsors that want to jump on a segment at the end. <laughs> I promise the numbers are the same. They're, um, they're similar anyway. They may not be exactly the same. They're similar. <laughs> no. Um. I, I think I, I love listening to that guy talk, Louis Riddick. Yes, love him. I don't know why the how he how he like gets his point out. How he he's really 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 good at speaking. Yes. He's he's super intelligent too. Right,
2: and he's been in the personnel department before. It ain't like he's just some talking head on the on the TV. He's been in personnel, like he's been the director of player personnel or whatever before. Um, So this isn't like something that he wouldn't have ever done. No, but... He's interviewed for GM jobs before. It's time to give him his due. Yeah. Give him that job in Jacksonville. Let him hire who he wants, which I think he'll probably hire Byron Leftwich because he's a Jag... He is a Jaguar. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I think
3: that guy is eloquent with how he speaks. He doesn't overreact. Right. He's very calculated with everything that he says. Bingo. He's very, um, in my opinion, he's very fit for like a job, especially a job that's like Jackson that's in shambles the way it is. Yes. Bingo.
1: Love it. Uh, Anything else? Um, We we did have some pretty clever, funny things we were talking about Clemson. Breaking it The way their, their season's going It's a little late in the show But we we you will we, save that
2: For the off season Yeah we said some funny stuff We got time for it Later Later yeah, later, later
1: Um, I guess that's me. it For that Sitters This has been Bradford Douglas Along with Joey Edge Someone And Chris Martinez seen, And we are Front Port see sitting. sitting See you next time sitters
0: What was growing up like Where'd you go to school And what would you do If you weren't doing this I'd be driving my first car in a worn out dock. Trying to make rent with a dead end job. Just making do. Tips in a jar. My guitar in an old bar stool. He'll be doing this If I wasn't doing this I'd still be the same guy They knew back in the day Who was burning CDs Just to give away Paying his dues If I wasn't doing this Five deep in a van Head full of steam Hot on the heels of my neon dreams May be coming true Living this life Just like I was born to do same damn songs like i Someone asked me once in an interview what was growing up like, where'd you go to school, and what would you do if you weren't.